Welcome to the Mommy Matters podcast, where Mommy Matters is a double entendre that states and declares that mommies matter, where we have conversations surrounding Mommy Matters from conception to pregnancy to postpartum, mother and father wounds, dating, mindfulness and self-care, spirituality, parenting, discipline, legislation, money, and so much more. It is my hope and my prayer that the information that you gather here serves as a blueprint for generational and individual ascension. Enjoy. Welcome to the Mommy Matters podcast. My name is Cecile Edwards, the CEO and creative director of Mommy Evolve, which brings you this podcast to inform you, to uplift you, and to give you tools and skills and knowledge um, in this life and in this process of mothering, because it is a process, it is a uh, unlearning and learning of yourself. It is a growth. Um, it is undoing of a lot of paths and pathways. And so in this pod- podcast, I show how mommies matter. Um, and I also t- discuss mommy matters. And in today's show, I want to discuss carving out new pathways when you in an area where you may not have had good uh, insight as you were growing up, right? And so this is part of intergenerational healing. So carving out new pathways and creating new rituals and regimens for your family when you were not necessarily given those pathways, rituals, and regimens. And this conversation just came up in my mind today as I was just sitting around thinking, you know, I um, one of my roles is caregiver or nanny for uh, families, and I assist them with their children, obviously. And in my mind and in my opinion, this is a critical role. I did not necessarily grow up thinking that this was a critical role, right? I didn't see, um, I started to understand once I had children or a child, I should say, how important it is for family bonds to be um trustworthy and tight, how important it is to build critical relationships and strong relationships and strong bonds um, and all of those things that are going to really shift your perspective. Unfortunately, I grew up with the mindset and understanding, you know, not to trust people, to have to do everything yourself. And so that is what I did. But now, As I'm older and I see, you know, that I'm carving out new pathways for myself, I'm seeing how essential it is to build these kinds of powerful relationships and to be around people who um, believe the same thing. Now, what do you do as a woman, as a mother that has a um, who grew up with certain um, beliefs, certain ideals and certain ways of doing things that you now have to shift and change? Um, because it's it's different if, you know, you have the ability to see things and to start working on them before you have children. But once you have children, there are certain things that, you know, it may take a little bit more to to work on. 
um, or to discover or to find, maybe, not necessarily, it doesn't have to, I believe in your, your, your metaphysical power and your ability to call in whatever it is you desire. Um, so it's really about bringing things into your awareness and then shifting your mindset around that. So um, one of the things, as I was just saying, is um, how you ask for or how you build your community around you that's going to assist you. And, you know, as I was observing a family and just seeing how they function and operate, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I really wish that every family was like this. You know, you have the, you know, parents, the grandparents on both sides, and they're so supportive and loving, and they genuinely like being around one another, and they actually assist one another without there being this feeling of obligation, but just because, you know, they 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 took care of one another so well, it's just, it's expected, but it's not a part of an obligation where it's like, okay, I did the best that I can you know, as a parent, which you do, you know, but some families have this thing where, you know, they quote unquote do the best that they can. And that mean that means that there can never be a conversation around anything shifting or changing. Right. And so that causes one side of the family, usually the children to have these resentments and not, you know, be as attuned to or caring about, um, you know, the other side of the generation or vice versa, honestly. Um, so it just made, it just warmed my heart to see how they communicated, how they respected one another's space and time, how they rallied together to care for the children um, and for one another, um, how they encouraged one another, you know, and people always say, oh, you know, but you survived. But, you know, I get that. I get why that statement is said, but you cannot discount or not acknowledge that when people go through very abnormal situations, and I think that we are so used to dysfunction being normal that we don't realize how much stuff is abnormal, <laughs> that that we can say these statements to brush off people's concerns like, oh, you survived. Um but what you have to do to unravel a lot of that stuff really takes a lot of energy out of you. It really takes, it takes a lot. You know, it's something that you really have to understand. You have to support people through, which is, by the way, what I support uh, women through. Unraveling generational stories, creating new pathways, creating new rituals, family rituals, um, and family ways of doing things. Um, and just recognizing it because sometimes we don't recognize it. And so we can't understand that that is the thing that is holding us back. So as I'm doing, as I'm observing, um, and when I say observing, like I'm a very um, intuitive person and um, I'm, I'm a very reflective person. Right. And so in my mind, I'm having all this, these conversations about, you know, women who have to unravel all these stories and do all this ancestral healing and all of this other stuff. And so I was like, all right, well, a lot of the stuff that I work on and deal with has to do around the abundance mindset, right? Because as I'm, you know, observing and thinking about things, I'm thinking about little things like how some of the families that I've worked with, like they'll just come and they'll go into their fridge and people will just eat and hang out. And there will never be this conversation about, oh, don't go into their fridge. You don't know, you know, but that's something that I heard a lot growing up, 
right? And I understand that sometimes we pass certain things off as being about um, respect and courteousness as really being, but it really blocks and hinders our ability to share and be trusting. Think about that. Some of the things that we pass off as being um, respectful, like not, um, you know, wanting to, to, or asking people permission to utilize something of theirs or something like that is, um, or not, ha- not being able to even ask them because you're afraid to ask people. It really blocks your abundance because it blocks your ability to ask for things because you make the assumption that there are certain things that people just aren't going to share. Right. Or you, you give yourself the that limitation around it, if that makes any sense. Right. So. Yeah, that 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 kind of thing really thing really made me think about that element, how, you know, if 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 you're in those kinds of situations where you feel like, you know, there's always this limitation and lack, how that affects you, how that affects your ability abilities in your parenting and your ability to create um, wealth in your ability to think about um, giving and receiving. Just think about that. You know, think about some of the things that you deal with or some of the things that you're, you struggle with around abundance, etc., or around being able to receive and think about where that may have come from. What, what in your childhood may have been burned into your mindset about um, that gave you that lesson or that made you feel that you may not be worthy or you had to cower to certain kinds of people in order to get what you want or that um, in order to get something, you had to work extra, extra hard for it. Um, all of those things. And those th- that kind of thing also are those kinds of situations and, and, and scenarios and that play out in different ways in our actions as we grow up, when we grow up. Also, it takes a lot of our energy because that's one of the things that I always have to think about, right? I know anybody that has have, ever had to do with like family feud or whatever, anytime certain um, events come up or you have to be bothered with seeing certain people, it causes you so much anxiety and annoyance, right? <laughs> right? And I know I'm not the only one. And it's just like you feel like you are being held back in some way. But you're not, by the way. You're not being held back at all. I'm just telling you so that you're aware of how some of these processes can play out. So that you have, because in order to heal a thing, you have to become aware of it. Right. And you have to be really honest. And this is these kinds of of things around family and generations and healing are probably the most difficult things to become aware of because we have all of these social these mindsets in our society. We have this mindset in our society that um, family is, you know, able to do whatever. Um, we feel a lot of families feel entitled to, to family members is energy and, and emotion and, and stuff, period, money, whatever, time, whatever. They feel obligated, you know, without there being some sort of mutual respect and understanding. And they're not, number one, let me just say that. <laughs> Definitely not obligated, okay? 
No one, nobody is obligated. You are not obligated to give anybody any of those things. You have to feel it in your spirit that it's right for it to be given. You have to feel it. And if it's not right and you don't feel it and you want to, but you have hesitation that it's for you to work out, why that may be. And that's okay. Because anytime you do something that you don't fully want to do or you're not fully present with doing, then that's an invitation for you to not be responding and being in your that's a, that's an invitation for you to, to not be in your full and authentic self. And that's never a good thing. OK, that steals away your energy, that steals away your joy, that steals away. It doesn't create in your mind those experiences of being your authentic self no matter what. And you always want to be that. OK, so I'm, I know I get I get off a topic, of some, but this. This is part of the conversation that you have to have and you have to conceive of and you have to perceive within yourself in order to unravel these generational stories, in order to heal the, the depths of this, because there's layers, right? There's layers. And when you see your actions and, and it takes time, right? Because they say that anything that has been embedded in your mind before the age of six is something that you'll have to live with basically for the rest of your life, whether you know it or realize it or not. And so you're unraveling things oftentimes that you can't even remember, right? So it takes time to sit and to remember, but it also takes the courage to change the behaviors. I know one of the behaviors for me that I've had to change was recognizing and realizing that I would speak a certain way. Like I would speak strongly or, you know, I didn't have that level of sweetness and um, diplomacy in my um, delivery and in my conversation with people, with, with men, with children, with women. And then I have to realize where that came from. One, from being so guarded as a younger person, because I was constantly picked on or talked about or, you know, just not validated. So I had to be very guarded and I felt like I had to be very guarded in order to get my points across. Right. And so I had to recognize and see that. And it really took a lot because my ego wanted to hold on and make all kinds of excuses for holding on to that way of being. Right. And that's what will happen even though you know that it's not working, even though you know that it's it's hurting you, you will try to find ways to hold on. And so I had to really do some work in order to get myself to the point of um, being able to um, see myself there and really to build in the ability to, to, to have diplomacy um, and to be authentic in my diplomacy in my conversation. And it takes a lot of people to be able to see you, people who truly love you and to see you and to say things to you that are going to turn you around. But at the end of the day, the only person that can turn you around is you. Right. And so just shout out to all the mothers and fathers, but this is mommy matters <laughs> that are doing the work to undo these patterns and to create new patterns. 
And now one of the ways that you like, if there's something that you know and you recognize and you see that you want to um, shift and change, I would say get, you know, get in the room with people who possess the qualities that you desire. That's that's how I've been able to shift so much, because honestly, when you don't see that something can be a certain way, there's no way for you to act that way. (laughs) That's just the bottom line. That has been my my acceleration, my process of acceleration. Is being able to be around women who were very diplomatic, be around women who were very feminine, be around women who were superb mothers, all of those things shifted me, changed me. Right. Cause I can, you can read all day. You can hear, you can have these conversations, but if your circle doesn't change where you can see certain things, then you're not even going to know how to act. And for me, I think it's just understanding, seeing the energy around people and things that really shifts, shifts the, um, sh- shifts the, 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 the concepts for me the concept around a thing. So my concept around mothering shifted when I saw women that were a certain way. My concept around um, marriage shifted when I saw married women a certain way. My concept around um, healthy body image was different when I saw women who were functioning in a healthy way with their body image, no matter what size they were. Okay. All of those things make a difference. So the number one thing that we have to do is we have to find, we have to find um, a tribe that does and is what it is that we desire. We have to find that tribe in order to change those narratives and do the work and to really mimic and show something different. We have to be able to release our ego and listen to what people around us are are saying to us. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. My daughter has been a huge, like she is a part of the process and the pattern of my ability to do this work. Because she has had to call me out on certain things at her little young age that I didn't even recognize I was doing. So one day she she came, she was like, mommy, you act just like grandma <laughs> because I don't know what I was doing. You know, I think I was upset about something um, and I decided right then and there to change. All right. And it's been a process to change my actual attitude or my actual delivery of, you know, things that I was saying, etc. But I knew that. It was not something that I wanted to persist. I wanted to give my daughter the tools to do something different. And in order to do that, I had to shift. She had to see me doing something different. She had to be put in situations and positions where she saw something different. In order for me to do that, I would have to drop my ego and I would have to do something different myself. Right? And so these are this is a this is grown up. This is grown up. You know, this is part of parenting that it's definitely, you know, I guess 101 would be, you know, how to get the diapers and how to put the baby to sleep. This would be, I don't know, 201, 301. 
conversation is real. This is the this is the majority of what parenting is. How you create new pathways of being, new rituals in your families, new um, understanding around what you want for your family legacy and really doing the work to ensure that those things are present, right? And having these conversations with future generations so that they can carry, you know, the torch so you can light their torch and they can run with it. These are all a part of the conversation. So, yeah, and and, and I I really wish for us to be so in love with ourselves and care for ourselves so well that we are able to pass down lessons to our children from a place of love and confidence in ourselves and in our bloodline. I pray that we are able to see generations down the line and think not just about ourselves, but what we want for our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. Yes, we can have a vision that that long into the future, seven generations. We can have a future and it starts with you. It can start with you. It's time for you to have that. It's time you deserve that and it is possible. The divine and truth will set you free. And I really do wish all of those things for you. So with that said, if you have any questions, please feel free to email M-O-M-E-V-O-L-V-E, mommyevolve at gmail.com. Stay connected at www.mommyevolve.com where you can sign up for our newsletter. Or sign uh, find me on Facebook, Mommy Evolve. Or Instagram, Mommy Evolve, <laughs> Google Plus, Mommy Evolve. So I'm all over the place. Okay. Um, and let's continue having these conversations and really talking about these things because this is where it begins. Having these conversations, having the tools, thinking about ways to shift and making it happen. It's possible in all areas wealth, health, all of it. It's possible. Okay. Without struggle, without struggle, okay? I love y'all for watching, excuse me, for listening. I love y'all for listening. I appreciate you, and I hope that this has assisted you in your journey. Peace and love, Cecile. Did you like that? I know it was as informative for you as it was for me. Look, this is a process for all of us. And to keep this process going, I would love to invite you to donate to our podcast. We want to continue to give you high-level content, beautiful content that enlightens and inspires and broadens your vision to elevate you and evolve So please feel free to go to the podcast page 
at anchor.fm forward slash mommy matters. We would love to hear your questions and comments as well so that we can discuss them in future podcasts. And you can email that to momevolve at gmail.com. You can also visit the website and send your comments there www.mommyevolves.com and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Peace and love.